Life has been so busy. Hey guys, welcome to Segura and Cristal podcast. This is my third time I'm trying to create this podcast and actually stay consistent with it. I struggle a lot with consistency in my life and discipline, but I will say I do have a valid excuse this time. <laughs> so I'm new, newly married and the past eight months I was, well I guess from January to August I was engaged and then I got married in August and I've been married for the past month or so, month and a half-ish And I just want to say engagement season is crazy busy and so is newly married season. It's just, it's been so busy, especially when my husband and I were trying to work as much as possible to try to make a wedding happen. And then a lot of actually, like a lot of stuff actually happened that we did not expect to happen. Like a lot of negative stuff kept happening there was also a lot of stress and pressure and that's why i haven't been on my podcast or updating with my life um i love sharing about my life online but it's just been so crazy and on top of that it's only been a few years now maybe two or three years now that i've been at the new church and i feel like i still don't know what exactly like how do I explain this so I've been going through a long what seems like a long season and it's probably going to be a long season in my personal life this is my journey and this is what I'm going through but I've been going through transition and transition as in like a spiritual transition and then on top of that I've been dealing with a lot of internal um traumas that I haven't ever opened up about or like really touched base on so like in other words I've never seen a counselor or therapist for these things and it's only been a few years since since some of these things have happened that have caused trauma in my life I've been through quite a lot so I give myself grace and I hope you do too So it's very difficult for me to keep up with this podcast. This is my third time I'm trying to create and keep up with this podcast and keep it um, organized and disciplined. And I had to delete some episodes because I wanted to start over again. And I want this podcast to be able to be a place where I can be vulnerable with you and honest, you, the listeners. Um, so yeah. It's just, it's been a crazy busy roller coaster in life the past few years that have just been on my mind lately because when I was talking about how I've been going through transition, I've been going through a lot of, um, I guess I'd say God has been unfolding a lot about myself to myself and 
I don't think it's necessarily like anyone's fault because I don't want to put the blame on people. But I also know that I am not the only person who has gone through this. So what I'm trying to really say is I've been transitioning from religion to relationship with God and transitioning from cult-like um, churches and like a cult-like type of religion or faith. And I'm transitioning from there to a place where it is Christ and Christ alone and relying on his word to be my backup, to be my rock. And I have read the Bible multiple times before I came to this new church where I am. But I think that I was reading a lot of stuff out of context and also a lot of the preachings and sermons that I would hear online really got me to a point where I was basically living more condemned and in fear kind of relationship with God and like I thought it was reverence but in all reality what I've come to terms what I have come to terms with is the fact that that's not okay. <laughs> so it's been really hard for me because I come from a place where one I come from like a very traditional old school type of Baptist. <laughs> I didn't want to say, but I want to be vulnerable here and I want to be completely honest with my life with you guys. So I come from a church that is very traditional and Baptist and I learned a lot of things that I guess to put it in nicer words, I've learned that there were a lot of convictions, personal convictions from the leaders and teachers there that they placed on us. And a lot of stuff was also taken out of context or taken too literal. And then from that church, I moved to a independent Pentecostal type of church, which I absolutely loved. And I think I will always have a place in my heart for that church because that's that's just my home for me when i was born i was there for a few maybe a few years or a year or so and like that's the first thing that i knew and then i moved to another town went to this other church and then i moved again and then yeah so this church just really has my heart and i connected well with the pastors the leaders and um they poured a lot into me and I guess what I've been learning now is I came from a place where I had a lot of convictions that were put on placed on me and kind of like tied up around me like chains and I thought that that was exactly what God meant and wanted for people. So when I would read the Bible, I would take it so literal and I would read it the way that they read it or understand it, comprehend it the way that these leaders would comprehend. So that became my faith. But then my that kind of faith, like with all those chains and all these convictions that were not even truly 
from God to me to have because they're not written in the word of God and I did not actually like receive personal conviction with him because I didn't have actual deep relationship with him. I kind of just like copied. So I copied these leaders and I brought it on myself and I did it because out of inspiration because I had always desired, you know, to be a godly woman the way these women were or to preach because they were just so on fire for Christ. So anyway, um, I brought that into my life and I allowed it to form and shape me instead of the word of God. So here I am now. I'm 29 and I'm at this new church where we learn a lot and they t- they teach us a lot about the word of God and we're diving deep into the real context. And I just want to say it is so hard because I have been going through a season where it's like breaking me apart into peace by piece and you know i would probably rather be broken into a million pieces one time than to go through a whole pressing season where it's like oh i was wrong about this ah that hurts my heart so much and have that happen over and over again it's embarrassing and it i feel embarrassed like god is embarrassing myself to myself by revealing things about myself that's like whoa that is so true that was not even like i was so wrong about this this is not what god really meant so that's what i've been going through you guys and so it has actually taken a huge mental and emotional toll on me it's been draining me so much so sometimes like even when i'm physically there at my church now I am so totally checked out mentally and emotionally. So it's like hard for me to find connection because I feel afraid. Sometimes I feel kind of like insecure. Like I I feel like my home was just ripped out of my heart. And I would come home every single time after service and cry my eyes out because I just didn't understand why I felt the Lord calling me to this church and it wasn't because of my husband who I was dating at the time it was because during during the pandemic my church before this one had closed down and I just couldn't miss out on church service any longer so I visited and then eventually you know down the line I kept going because I felt the presence of the Lord and I felt him calling me to go there. Then I asked for confirmation and he gave me confirmation. So I followed the Lord's calling to this place and it even made me question like, God, why did you bring me here? Why am I in this place? I don't understand. I don't believe in the things they believe in when it comes to certain things like I don't know, for example, worship. I believe worship is totally different from the way they worship. And the way they worship is because 
in the Bible, it doesn't even specify exactly how we should worship. Like every, everyone worships God differently. And worship is also not just music. It's like a lifestyle. Like you should be worshiping God with everything you do. So that's just a random example. It's not like, that's not why I, you know, so that's, that's just an example, an idea of certain things that, that I have questioned so much because I come from a place where for me, prayer is a huge thing. And at this place, it's just, it's like, yeah, you could do that at home. But for me, I grew up in a place where with your brothers and sisters, you pray for like two hours. So it's just like, I don't know. And some stuff, it's it's probably not even realistic or practical to be in a church where where you pray for five hours straight. Like, that's not even, you know, eventually you'll be praying just from the flesh. And, yeah. So, those are just examples of certain things that's like, whoa, God, what are you doing with me? Because... I personally do have convictions, my personal convictions, but I cannot place those convictions on other people. And I have to respect other people's convictions for what God is telling them. So there's a lot of stuff that has been unraveling before my eyes about my my life, about my walk with Jesus. So it's been a wild ride for the past year and a half. For the year and a half. I was there for about a year-ish And then it started to hit me because I'm like, okay, so I'm settling here just for a little bit or I'm staying here for a little bit longer. Um, I didn't expect myself to be there for too long. And I remember I told my husband too, I'm never going there, but here I am. And I am just so glad that the Lord has been correcting me. And I'm grateful for that. Even if it hurts the fact that that there are certain things that I believe so strong and firm about. And it's like, ugh, I can't fight or argue about this with you because if we go to the word of God, at the end of the day, this is a conviction or this is a preference. It's not an absolute in the Bible. The Bible does not say. So it's really hard to come from different kinds of churches and then come to one where they teach you like the re- the real and true god the king of kings jesus and the word of god which like honestly i'm just so grateful because if i wouldn't have that i probably would have never learned the real god and yeah so i've been going through that and that's been taking a lot of energy trying to learn and study the word of god so it came to a point where I wanted to give up. I literally wanted to give up because I thought, you know what, God? I don't even know if you're real anymore. I don't even know if you are the God who you say you are because I feel your spirit telling me this, but someone else says this and they're, and they're you know, they're right. But does that mean am I wrong? So it's been... You know, I never saw myself in this position where I would be thinking that I'm wrong. Coming from a place where I felt so much pride because I was so confident in what I knew about God and the Holy Spirit. So it's a lot. 
it really is a lot. It's kind of like, like imagine yourself if you went to a church for 20 something years and then, or different kinds of churches for 20 something years. And then you come to one where they're teaching, they're really teaching you the true thing. And then suddenly you have to change who you are in a lot of ways, or like you have to change your beliefs because you thought this and you thought that. Well, I thought, apparently. So it's going to take some time because a lot of stuff that I learned was actually not the right way. And it's little things. It really is little things sometimes. But those little things just make me cry because I think it was the Holy Spirit put it, placing this in my mind. But then it's like, oh, that was not the Holy Spirit. My bad. So it makes me cry because I think, but I thought it was the Holy Spirit because I know what the Holy Spirit feels like when, when he's like alive and active in my heart, in my, in my soul. Like I can feel that presence, that fire. But sometimes we, we get deceived as well by these, like, by these feelings and we just, yeah. So anyway, I've been talking a lot about that. <laughs> so that's that's number one thing right now why I have not been consistent with my podcast or my online life journey of seeking security in Christ. Um the other thing is just marriage, just you know, engagement season, wedding season, marriage. Um my husband and I have been very busy the past month. We've said yes to a lot of things. I think we keep saying yes to everything. And we need to slow down a little bit and get used to each other. But but I love it too because we're seeking Christ. And, you know, he signed up for some some classes that our church is offering. And then I signed up for one, well, I guess Bible studies. Um, and then we also have a young adult gathering every week and then on top of that we have gatherings with friends and creating a life of ministry it's hard it really is hard because we need other certain things to be able to survive but the number one thing that we really need is god and when we have god we really do have everything we need and he provides everything else so yeah um, it's only been a month that we've been married, a month or so that we've been married, and it's been wonderful as far as, like, our relationship goes. Um, but it hasn't been, it's had its downs already, and it's not, it's not something that my husband does, but it's something that, that's deep within me that the Lord has been revealing to me again. So... I've gone through a lot of trauma. Some people might know, some people don't know. But I've gone through a lot of hurt, a lot of pain and heartache. And there's serious things that that I trusted that God took care of it and he healed me from the pain and things like that. But in all reality, I was not completely healed and 
I thought I was for like the past few years. I thought, yay, I'm healed. I'm good. But then as during engagement season, I started kind of like doubting and I thought, you know what? What if I marry this man and suddenly I'm triggered? I didn't know the word trigger. I didn't even know what that really meant in a like speaking in traumatic terms. I didn't know what that meant for people because I hadn't been triggered before. So this is my first time I've been going through this and it's called PTSD. PTSD is a serious thing and I encourage you that if you have gone through it or if you go through it to seek help, seek professional help. Pastors and spiritual leaders can pray for you they could be there for you but in the most intimate you need jesus christ alone and next to that you need a counselor because your spouse is not gonna be the person you want to vent to or talk to about certain traumatic things that have happened to you that are causing the ptsd because you don't want that to seep into your relationship and then It's just going to come between you two. So I'm in the process of seeking a counselor. It's kind of hard because it's expensive. Um, But in the meantime, I'm doing the best I can. Honestly, I'm doing the best I can. So... What I have gone through, just to kind of give you like a, a summary of what I've gone through. So for those who don't know me very well, I've gone through some serious abandonment issues. I had that, I guess I still kind of like, now that it's triggered, I guess, I don't know how to explain it. Like, I don't have it, but I'm triggered, uh, triggered from it. And... Maybe that means I do still might have like a little bit of it still there. I don't know. I don't really fully understand the whole concept of PTSD. So anyway. I've gone through abandonment. And that starts, it all starts from childhood. I mean, a lot of us have probably gone through something that has given us some sort of trauma. So... Abandonment, rejection, abuse, and I would say physical, emotional, mental, financial, and spiritual abuse. So all of the above. And that went on for pretty much my whole life until I turned like 20, 29, 28. Literally until most recently that I've been at this church. A lot has been unraveling before my eyes. And the more that I study this, because I'm such a curious person, I study everything that I can. I might not sound the smartest, but I know a lot. And um, I just... I don't know why, but it just really catches my attention to study and understand the brain and psychology. So I've been studying a lot of psychology things and 
whew, it's crazy. The things that you find out is so crazy how in the world all these things work together and cause certain like disorders. So it's like, like I've been learning about gaslighting and what that is and how that has affected my life. I've learned about narcissistic abuse and how that has affected my life. I've learned about um, domestic violence and domestic abuse. I have gone through that. And I've learned a lot about like certain types of disorders. Like there's the PTSD, there's bipolar, there's also um, borderline personality disorder. And there's just so many disorders out there. So I've been in the a season where I've been studying a lot of that because of the triggers that I've been experiencing that I kind of like I kind of had an idea I had I had thought you know I've seen all these people get triggered around me how how is that a thing and then like the closer I got to my wedding day I'm like oh no oh no I'm gonna get triggered and I started getting anxious I started having panic attacks and after the the wedding, it was fine for about a week or so. And then suddenly some stuff started kicking in and I would freak out. And I'd be like, oh my gosh. And I would have these panic attacks like so great within me that that I would cry so hard in the middle of the night. And sometimes I wouldn't even wake up my husband because I knew that he needed his sleep because he needed to work the next day. And so we both work, but he needed to, he works like all day and my hours are really scattered. So there were a few nights where I would wake up in the middle of the night because I would have these nightmares and some of this stems from abuse from either like teenage teenage years of abuse maybe childhood that some that I do remember some that I don't and it's the fact of just having a man in my home that has caused like these triggers it's just having a man here like if it was a woman like a sister or a friend okay that's fine but a man figure in the home is what was freaking me out for the past few weeks so i've been going through a lot it doesn't look like it on social media obviously because i'm not going to talk about that um but i am here in the podcast and i want to open up about it because i don't see a lot about these things um unless i'm looking at hashtags then i see a load capacity but yeah, so I've been going through a lot. I've been going through the that season of PTSD and triggers and it's rough. It's been really rough, especially because of not being able to afford um <laughs> I almost said a lawyer. A counselor. That's what I'm trying to say. So anyway, that is a life update. And I haven't opened up about it. I haven't told anybody about it. I think maybe like one or two people. But I I had a feeling. I had like a gut feeling that this was going to happen. And it is. But I'm trying to rest in Christ and remind myself to find that security in Christ. 
but there's just this thing about PTSD that like sometimes like when you're in it you're in it when you're having an episode you're having an episode and it's hard to get out and sometimes worship music helps but sometimes I'm so in my mind like I'm just so hidden in there <laughs> that it's hard to get out so I have to go through my episode and then suddenly I'm back to normal like nothing happened so I've been going through this unfortunately it's been rough it's been taking a toll on just me mentally and emotionally so I've been trying to find a lot of rest and sometimes I have to isolate myself I'm just one of those people that like when I need rest I need to isolate and I do it on purpose. It's not because, like, I know some people don't like the idea of isolation. But I need isolation sometimes because I need to process. And I cannot process things or go through things when I'm surrounded by a million people. Because sometimes being surrounded by so many people, it gives me more anxiety. Instead of allowing myself to just be alone, to be with Christ and cry it out or like for me I guess that's my personal way of doing self-care for myself like I need to breathe go away I will talk to you in five days when I get out of my room if that makes sense you know but if you're not one of those people yeah um but I would say like if you do that form of self-care be careful You know who you are. You know your limits. I know who I am. I know my limits. And I know my thoughts as well. I have that awareness. So, yeah. I've been going through that season of... Blah! So it's been kind of messy. Mentally and emotionally messy. Spiritually too. Since I've been going through that. Um, I think I'm going to be here in this season of life for a little while. And I thought about waiting until it's over to talk about it but honestly i just want to invite you guys to join me in this journey in this journey as i am going through triggers or i'm going through trauma i'm going through ptsd um i'm also trying to juggle life just you know work and trying to balance out my days trying to organize my life as well it's really hard especially on top of all that I have ADHD non-attentive, so yeah, I can have the hyper side, but a lot of times it's not so much hyper, it's more like my mind is just wandering off into a million different things, and I don't even know, (laughs) but that is so hard to live with, and sometimes it really affects my relationships, it affects my spiritual walk it also affects my um my work sometimes i can't work full-time sometimes i work part-time sometimes i pick up extra hours and i'm at full-time but it really affects all areas all aspects of my life because i used to take medication for adhd but i don't like feeling like a robot and also like I become completely anorexic, like I don't eat, (laughs) and I cry 
because I look at food and I think it's disgusting. So that's why I don't take medications. And I have taken a few of them already before. Like I've tried them back in my teenage years. And I'm scared to go back on that. But sometimes I feel so desperate to the point where I need it. But I haven't, I haven't even, like, I just have it firm in my heart. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. So I've been relying solely on Christ. <laughs> but it's hard. And I might have to go back to that. I don't know. But I'm trusting the Lord. And I'm asking the Lord for his guidance and his wisdom and for now, I am where I am for a reason, and I'm okay with that. I've come to terms with the fact that I'm okay where I am. And yeah, so a lot has been going on in my mind and in my personal world. That's why I haven't been able to update on this podcast. But yeah, so I guess this explains everything for those who have been wondering Where's Priscilla's podcast? For those who have been asking me, hey, what about your podcast? Well, here it is. (laughs) My third try. And I hope you guys can understand and know that this is just my honest reality. Like, this is my reality. Other people have amazing things they're doing that, you know, they're being consistent, they're disciplined and things like that. But to to be completely, like, realistic and practical for who i am for my type of personality and my uh my tolerance because i get stressed easily this is what i'm going through and i cannot be consistent or disciplined the way that i want to be right now so right now i'm kind of a little all over the place but I'm taking the steps I need to take, and that's what matters, right? So I cannot help people if I don't help myself. And I guess I want to choose myself. I want to take care of myself because I've been neglecting that a lot. I've been neglecting my physical health, which that affects a lot. Like the food we eat, guys. Oh my gosh, I've tested it on myself. The food we eat, literally so many chemicals out there and things that people are putting in the food affects our brain so much. Um, my financial health, you know, it's kind of rough, but I'm just so grateful for the Lord for allowing me to, to work on that. That's something that I've set like as a priority right now is working on my financial security because because I never had that growing up and I want to do that now so my emotional so that that area is like okay now but my emotional my mental my physical and my spiritual health I need to work on and I can't help people if I'm not working on myself I'm neglecting myself trying to help people but in the end I feel even more drained Because I'm not giving myself the love that I need and the respect that I need for myself. Like that self-respect. And I think I've crossed a lot of boundaries. Like a lot of my own personal boundaries boundaries that I had once before. I've been crossing those lines for quite some time now. So this is a season where I will be working on myself. And I don't know when I will 
come back on here and put another episode. But I guess for now, this is just my life update. And I hope you guys can understand that and know that, yeah, I do have a lot to say. I do have a lot to share about the Lord. But I also want to make sure I'm fully corrected before I share things out of context. So that's really important. And I just want you to know that if this is you, if you are going through something similar as far as like that mental, emotional, just feeling drained, know that Christ is with you and you can find the rest that you need in him. Nobody else is going to give it to you. And you have that decision to make. Like, this is your choice. If you really want rest, you're going to find it. And self-care matters. Some people don't like self-care. Well, guess what? Some of us need it. We live off of self-care. And I'm huge on self-care and working on personal growth. And it's just so important to me to, to be the best version of me for for what god is calling me to do you know there are people out there waiting for us to do what god is calling us to do and in order to be there and allow god to use me in those ways that i know that he wants to use me i need to work on myself and fix things here in my home like i need to clean the house physically (laughs) like physically i need to wash laundry (laughs) And just mentally, like I, I, emotionally, mentally, spiritually, I need to clean out and declutter my home from all the things that I've learned that are not even truly from the word of God. And all the things that I've learned that are toxic traits. And yeah, so I'm in that season and I probably should have done it before marriage, but here I am. I'm already married. There's no going back now. And I'm just so grateful for the Lord for revealing it to me now than later, rather than later. So anyway, thank you so much for understanding. And thank you if you have listened to these full 40 minutes of this podcast episode. But here's my life update. And this is what I'm going through. And I hope that you guys can understand. And um, yeah, I... I even request prayer. If y'all want to pray for me, whoever you are listening, you could pray for me. That would be wonderful. I would love lots of prayer. And um, if you know me personally, send me something encouraging because I am a words of affirmation person. So, yeah, I hope you can understand and know that that I am very passionate about this. But right now is not the time um maybe here soon maybe in the next week i don't know i'm i am working on stuff behind closed doors that i haven't i haven't announced or told anyone about so yeah once i'm ready i'm ready and that's when it will happen but thank you for listening to this podcast and listening to my story and listening to me explain um i'm so grateful to be on here and i hope that you'll hear from me soon goodbye